Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forever Quest. I'm Jeff with Perkle Productions. Joining me, as always, is Sean. How you doing, buddy? I am just fine. Feeling super good. It's feeling super good, huh? What'd you do yesterday? Um, well, yesterday, I did a lot yesterday, actually. I did Yesterday night, because we're actually going to talk about what we did in EQ. Tell me about fam time. Well, I went to a track meet yesterday. I also went to a junior high uh, event, fair mm-hmm. event. Parent life, holy shit. And I also went to see the movie Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, well, there you go. Let's talk about that without any spoilers really quick, Sean. Give me a one out of ten quick. Mm. I'll ask you more questions. Don't worry. You're going to be able to skip to say more, but I want to start with a simple one out of ten. I'm going to go seven. Okay. Uh, how One out of ten on how good do you think it was for kids who don't know anything about D&D, if you had to guess? I'm going to guess it's like a above average, yeah, six or and, seven. And how would you say it is mechanic-wise matching up to the true mm. Thacko that Richard Garfield intended? I mean, there's a few times where I was like, what spell is that they're casting? <laughs> right how now? do they uh, wild shape one after another after another after? I thought, wait, what? <laughs> that was the scene that got my sister-in-law. She's like, that was an amazing scene, but you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's a few. <laughs> you know, and shape changing has uh, has changed many times throughout D anD D. So, like, yeah, but but you know, in a turn, so to speak, I, I guess maybe the the high level, it was it was uh, speaking to a high level, but they didn't make her seem like an old druid, right? I mean, I absolutely loved the movie. I expected it to be bad because I had heard like you know somebody say that it was bad or whatever. Plus, movies like this are usually bad when they try to take a beloved IP. And there's not like, you know, some crazy awesome director behind it or something like that. Usually these flop. But um, I thought the 15 minutes was, first 15 minutes was extremely slow. And there wasn't any good like battle scenes with like skeletons or goblins or dragons. And I thought there was like one person wearing an outfit. It was this lizard guy behind the, um, uh, behind the uh, jury that I thought looked super fake. So the first 15 minutes, I'm like, this movie's going to suck, man. And then, God, it turned on. As soon as the owl bear scene happened, Sean, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That fucking owl bear scene kicked everything off, and the rest of the movie was fantastic. See, yeah, I think they, I think they could have done things differently and better in a lot of different ways. But that's it wasn't what they were after. They were using D and D as a, a platform to tell a story, but they weren't super careful about making sure that it was perfect, right? Right. the The D and D mechanics are going to turn off some old school you know, D&D fans for sure. Because that's not what they paid attention to. They play, paid attention to, you know, a story about love and loss like any movie would, you know, and they managed to wrap D&D around it. Now, I'm, this is going to be a teeny spoiler for everybody. I'm so sorry. So, you know, just turn this up. Fast forward two minutes if you don't want to hear this. But I got to say this, Sean, that fat dragon is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen in a movie. They did a fat dragon, and it was hilarious. Yeah, no, so that whole scene is is brilliant. It was brilliant. And, like, there's a couple of things I thought they did that were right on right on cue with what the feel of D&D and, like, what D&D is supposed to, to do. And, of course, I'm going to give something away, too, but there's a cameo by a cartoon. Uh, if you ever saw the cartoon D&D, um, there's a huge cameo by that group of characters Wait, in the movie. Somebody else said that. Is this when I went to the bathroom? 
I didn't. I used to love that cartoon. I remember that cartoon so vividly. It did not last enough seasons. Tia Max was the coolest dragon in the world. And I didn't see that. Somebody else was like, isn't that cool? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so it's when they're in the when they get to the I don't want to give away too much. Okay, okay, yeah, you don't have to. But yeah, I think I missed something when I went to go get popcorn for everybody. Because yes. uh man. I, I think they should have I mean, you know, if you really wanted it to be a traditionalist and like all, I mean, what they need to be able to capture in a D&D movie, which will never happen, or at least hasn't happened to this point, is that, you know, this idea of leveling and getting better, and that that gives you access to more things that make you more powerful. Right. They would almost have to do that with like, like with a sequel, right? That would well, be kind yeah. of the, one of the ideal ways to do it. Right, and and they would need to spend more time on the side adventure, right? So, like when they go to do some of the things that they go to do, they that would be the whole movie, right? Just right. go and spend the whole time in that place, and then that would be, I think that would be more interesting and better if they want if they wanted to take it towards that direction. I don't think that's going to happen though. I thought the warlord or warlock wizard was an excellent actor that I've never seen before. I truly believed, you know, the plight he was going through. I really got into his whole attuning thing. Uh, I want to see more of this actor. Oh, the um, the sorcerer. Yeah, he. I've never seen that actor before, and I'm like, I thought all the actors were actually really good. I thought the person who played the owl bear was really good. I thought everybody was great, but him in particular, I'm like, man, I've never seen this guy, and he's really good. He's like funny in a very subtle way he doesn't have to like tell a big joke to be funny that guy was good subtly good he, he was good i think they they were all pretty good yeah they were all good they was good well this episode should be pretty good sean we're gonna have a special guest on today oh, <laughs> oh exciting there was a competition there's two different people who wanted to be yeah. on today uh there was yeah. dr schlong fleischer said he did a study on um damage shields that you want to tell us all about. I think what we're finding out is that there's a lot of people fighting to get out. And then there's also uh, Scotty, who I met at my LGS, who really wants Scotty. to get into EverQuest, and he want, has a mm. bunch of questions for you about EverQuest. Mm, I hope it's not Scotty, because I have questions about certain types of smells. Well, I think Scotty's going to be on next week, because Dr. Fleischer seems really nipping at the bit here. I was even thinking of having them both on, but I thought that'd be a little too crazy. So I think at the end here, we're going to have Dr. Fleischer on. Now, it's weird. A bunch of people said they were upset with Dr. Fleischer last time, something about him having a bad European accent and it being hard to listen to. That's kind of mean, is all I have to say, because like he can't control the way he talks. And you know, it, like he said, he travels all over the place. So maybe it's like a mixture of a bunch of different languages or something. I, I I think it's hard for most people to tell. Yeah, I think you're right, Sean. But hopefully, we get it all straightened out when he comes back on today. Uh, but let's get let's get into the episode, Sean. How about we start with patrons? If there is patrons to talk about, I am ready to talk about them. The first thing we need to talk about is starting with a couple episodes ago. Uh, new episodes will be re be released to patrons first. If you are a current patron. Uh, then through the website Patreon or through your app on Patreon, you can listen to the podcast like a day early now. So there you go. That is a great idea. I, you did it the first time this past week with the episode Destro, or maybe you've been doing it for a couple ones. But No, this was the first one we did with Destro. Plus, we still have all the bonus episodes. Plus, we're working on some more bonus episodes as well. Yeah, so I, got a, I got a text from him before the day before the podcast dropped, and he said he liked it and I was like that's weird I haven't been able to see it yet 
Yeah. That's uh Destro's hooked up. He's hooked up in the in the mainframe, man. Well, we got three new patrons. We have uh Todd. Hi, Todd. I uh, really want to say thank you for becoming a patron. Um, we hope that you listen to all the episodes and hope to see you on Saturday mornings. We have another person you may recognize, Gasly. Oh, what's AKA up, Gasly? Mm-hmm. No shinks quite well. Yeah. Quite well. Number one DPS on the server. Apparently, according to us, he's like, I never said that, but I don't know. <laughs> I never... Well, I On the server? Or in our guild. I'd say he's number one DPS on the server, and I say he said it, and then he reminds me he didn't actually say that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he did. I I mean, I've seen him be the number one in our guild. Which would imply he's probably number one on the server. Probably. But but you wouldn't hear him say that. He he wouldn't be like, hey guys, guess what happened today? He likes to focus on one character. He doesn't do alts. Yeah, he's also one of those people... As we've mentioned, that once you get into a conversation with him, you realize, oh boy, this person's actually very, very smart and very uh, capable, like, Dude, um, able to uh, understand multiplicities. Sometimes when I talk to people, I'm literally like energized. I'm filled up because one of you know this about me. One of my favorite things is to what I'll call deep conversations. You know, like smoke the doobie and talk deeply. Right? I fucking love talking about like long-term and big-term things, not little problems that the world has, but like the big, big scale things and like long periods of time. And, and like he's to able put, to do yeah. that even smarter than me and it really energizes me. And you you, you like to put finite like caps on things and during oh, here those we conversations go and like Pro- box things in. That's what we're going to have to get talking to you about. Make sure that everybody falls into this nice, neat little, I not put this in this envelope and put it make sure I put the <laughs> seal on it so you can't get out, buddy. All of you guys are in there and you can't get out. Ha ha. <laughs> I'd like to invite, uh, welcome Clint. How you doing, Clint? Clint. Ooh, Clint. Like Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate everything that you bring to the table. Um, I know that well, we've, we've heard actually that you're an excellent player, and so we look forward to being able to play with you, but also get advice in Discord. Now, a couple personal things on my end before we get into it here. One, uh, I I like don't leave the house very much here since we moved in Iowa. I kind of enjoy just like being a total homebody, right, and enjoying my family. Uh, but we went out with some friends the other night to an event and then back to our house for some wine uh, with Liverflap, who's been on this show before. And I just had to shout him out because it's one of the nicest nights I've had in a long time. And I'm going to remember that night for a while. And so that happened because of this show and because of EverQuest. And so I thought it was a great time to mention it. I think that's just weird as hell. And I don't recommend meeting new people outside, especially fr- from a weird game that you play. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about getting together with like a whole bunch of us at one time in a weird place like Iowa where people no, some don't of go us outside. Are t- some of us are talking about it. We know you're not coming, Sean. We know you're not coming. Look, I'll be there, okay? If if enough of you there if enough of you show up, I'll be there. What's the number? Ten. Ten. That's tough. That's a tough number. Do uh spouses count? 
Yep. Okay, let's go on. Uh, next thing uh, to talk about from real life is I mentioned that the like the best thing that happened to me last year, maybe in years, if I'm being honest, was I finally saw a therapist. I saw one a couple times when I was a kid, and I haven't seen one in my adult life. I always hear people talk about it, but it's becoming more accepted that it's not just for like uh, dealing with like severe trauma. Like it's good for everybody. It's kind of like uh, going to a doctor, but for your mind and stay your body. And what I've learned is it can just they can just help you so much. They can just help you deal, just help you get past stuff and just become a more effective human being so much. So I've decided to go find a new one now uh, because that was actually my wife's that I saw. Uh, she had seen it because of the tragedy that we had experienced a couple of years ago. And then I decided to see the same person. I thought they were wonderful, but that's my wife's therapist, not mine. So I'm on the look for a new one. And I thought this was a good time, Sean, to bring up, you know, you say, I always like to pick at things. We talked the other day. And for as progressive as you seem sometimes, and then in touch, we talked about how you've never talked to a therapist. So this is a good time. Not only am I looking for a therapist, but a great time for Sean to also look for a therapist for the first time. Let's go together. I think I think that your significant other would think it would be pretty neat, too, if you gave it a shot. I think that most people that I know and love me would tell me that that's probably a good idea. Yeah, give it. let's do it. Boy, we'll you talk didn't about, ask. We'll you, talk just, about you, it with, you, you never asked the question, though. What's the question? Are you Are you going to do it? Well, no. I, <laughs> if I tell you to do something, just, no, no, I know you, what your answer is going to be. You, like, no, but even you are, if you did it, you'd be like, "No, I'm not going to," because you told me to. <laughs> so then that's you've not already, the point here. Then you've already made the mistake because you're telling me to do it right now and not asking. <laughs> well, now I get to pick, though. Now I'm going to be the picker on the show. So each week we're going to do our uh, therapy update. We're going to talk about yeah. stuff that I've worked out and stuff you've worked out, okay? Okay, but just briefly before we get there, it won't happen. I won't do it most likely because a lot of my life has been, and I'm not saying this is a good reason. I'm just telling you why. Uh, because a lot of the things I did, especially in my earlier life, was being trained in that very thing and being, you know, it, I spend a lot of time doing that with other people. And so it's not that I don't think I have problems or issues or any of those things. It's just that I feel like um, compared to, I would say, 90% of the people I've met in my life, my issues are like, I don't even know what percent to give it, an astronomical number lower in what I'll call it a value um, as far as like life what life has presented me, right? So you're saying that you don't feel like you have trauma to work out? I just, not as much as most people, man. My life has been extremely blessed. And, you know, I, I, I'm i not saying I don't have issues. Me personally, I do. Yeah, what right? about those like five years in California where you had no money? Where that seemed like that had a tremendous effect on you. Yeah, but I don't, I, I, it, I don't see it, any of that as being negative. Like it just showed me... All no, because then you can talk to her and she'll be like, okay, just because you had five years doesn't mean you need to talk like a working class hero. You can get over it. And, and I'll, then I'll be like, I'm like, you can go take your fucking elitist ass and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> take your degree and the rest of your bullshit and go shove it in the fucking corner. <laughs> Wait a second. Is this the issue that you never got your degree and that you, no, you went to psychology instead? No, they still I'm have dumb. it. I'm reacting to the angle that you took as a psychiatrist. Oh, so I, oh my, I yeah, I'm not very yeah. trained in this. I, I wouldn't be very good. They're supposed to basically like build you up the whole time, not ever like attack you. I'd be mm -hmm. a horrible therapist. That's why I, that's why I responded the way I did. 
Oh, okay. Okay. No, I think there's an extreme value to therapy. I know that there is. My wife, she's a therapist, and it has completely changed her mind, set, and life in an extremely positive way. Well, hopefully, maybe we can get a therapist on the show, actually. That's probably the way to do this, Sean. Then you can just talk to him on the show. I think we figured it out. I mean, I have friends who are therapists, and they tell me that I should see a therapist. It's not It's not that, uh, you know, and you're telling me I should, my wife tells me I should, but I'm just... They're, t- so, they're fucking amazing. Oh, my I God. I know. I know. It unlocks so things just... fucking amazing. Magical. It unlocks no, things. No, see, now you sound so sarcastic. No, <laughs> like you not. don't believe it at all. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> Everybody comes away from it. Oh. It's like freeing. It's like freeing. It's like they take... Uh, like weights off your shoulders or something, let you run faster. Well, they, yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, they do, you know, I, I, the thing that I can't do as you're one of your good friends, I, we do it for each other, right? You also do that th- same thing for me oftentimes. Yeah, but when I'm I walk, horrible. I'm not a therapist. I'm just somebody who points out people's best and worst qualities. That's not therapy. Well, it is when that's what you need, right? And that's, I, that I is. I guess. <laughs> I mean, right. I think I'm, I'm good at like helping people like train to, recognize what they're good and bad at, but I'm not good at all in helping people like deal with trauma and like get past personal issues. I'm horrible at that. Yeah, but you're missing the point. See, the, the thing is the therapist is going to give you what you need, right? That's what you were just saying. They're going to build you up, right? And so if I, if I, if I partially understand what it is that I need and I surround myself with people who are giving me that thing, what I'm trying to tell you is that therapy ends up showing you the path to allow you to let people into your life that give you those things, most oftentimes, that's what's happening. They're pointing out the things in your life that are not allowing you to be truly yourself, and that's what you're fighting against is this, I'm not, I am not being me, I am not being true to myself. And so they're allowing you to either remove those roadblocks or they're allowing you to put those things in your life that feed you on a regular basis that allow you to exist in the, in the self place that you want to be. Damn. I think everybody should just sign up with Sean, the therapist. He's got to figure it out, everybody. Will you bring, will you bring your guitar to the session so we can uh, kind of chill fuck. out sometimes? Yeah, that'll last about 15 minutes and, and someone will be upset about the song. I always think about whenever I like think about like a camp counselor, a church camp, camp counselor, and you mentioned you almost went down that road. I'm like, God, it makes so much sense why he fucking carries around an acoustic guitar now. Yeah, I'm almost every day, everywhere I go, they call me Dusty. <laughs> Kumbaya, my lord, kumbaya. Someone's singing, my lord, kumbaya. God, they did not like me at church camp, Sean. No. I was a problem. No, I could see why. Yeah, I was a problem. I was. It goes back to my uh, elitist. Listen to the last couple episodes, Sean. Realizing that's my biggest problem, at least lately. Maybe it's part of the meds. Is uh, Boy. Just there's so many dumb fuckers out there, including the people who are in charge of the camp. And that's the reason I'm an asshole to them. Because there's just some dumb fucks out there, Sean. It upsets me. We got some issues to work on, and here we got dumb fucks in charge. Yeah, information's a big circle, though, too, right? Because like you you go through these cycles with information where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting smarter. I'm, I want to gain this knowledge. I want to gain that. And then you get to a place finally where you're like, oh, but I really know nothing, right? Even no. And then you and then you look at these people that like have all these skills and you're like, oh, wow, that's actually way better than information because they can actually do something, right? Like if something were to happen, what am I going to do with the fact that I can create a program that can make this robot 
go move all around and do all, that's not going to do nothing if right if I have to all of a sudden make my own food or if I all of a sudden have to grow my own food or hunt or do any of these other things. Dude, if civilization shuts down like that, ninety five percent of us are dead in a couple of days. These people no. who have been like prepping, Mm-mm. getting ready, they're, they're so not. fucked. Everybody's dead. No, no one's dead because societies. No, no the roles just switch. It they just yeah, switch. It, it becomes the people who have high military training basically yes. take over everywhere. No, they don't take over. It, they, what are you talking about? They go to their neighbor's house and be like, "Give me your food, no, sir." No, that's not <laughs> how it works. I have a family. They're like, "Sorry, so do I." Yeah, because there's people like Shinks and there's people like Zade in the world, right? They're in the military too, and they don't think like that, right? Yeah, they think the it, same it, way. But once society breaks down, it only takes a small percentage of people with high only, training and it only the takes means a small percentage right now there's nothing stopping that same small percent it's the same yeah there the, is there's the a like words there's, a society there's words in place written right in a now. book yeah but oh that's the God. same thing it's the same thing it's the same it's, thing it's an agreement we all made right and now there are actual consequences and laws if you break the laws if society right. breaks down there aren't actual consequences anymore says well but why because oh, you're saying at that point there's actually no rule of law everything completely has gone well you're talking about how we all need to start hunting and fishing to get food right. i'm assuming mm-hmm. that means society is broken down no no i'm just saying that that because that if that were to become if technology got to the place where like i said where it's cycled over right for instance the, let's just pretend that robots can all of a sudden do a whole bunch of jobs that we can't we can't right like that's what people are saying is going to happen We've already gotten so far off track. Let's talk about EverQuest. What have you been doing in EverQuest You lately? don't have a point, do you? You don't have a point. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I, have a, I do have a good point. Let's assume that that happens. Okay? Yeah. That they take over. And, and do you think it's going to be more valuable at that point to have a, like, have a skill set that, that robots can't do? They're not capable of doing it, right? You're, and you're, but you're still capable of doing it. Yes. Yeah, I do too. I think that's something that'll be key. And I don't think that's going to be something that uses your mind, like having an education, for instance, versus being skilled at something. I think there'll be a huge difference. And I think that separation is already starting to happen. Okay. It started to happen during COVID when they started calling them essential, which is the fucking weirdest word you could ever call a group of people. And then have them be the lowest paid, the lowest, you know, sought after the lowest, all that other stuff in society and every other way, they're not essential. But when you look at the scheme of things, they're absolutely essential for everything to work like truck drivers and, you know, having port ports operate properly. All that stuff is railroads. See, this is perfect therapy. I was just trying to talk about how if our societal norms break down, things will break down literally within a couple of days and so many people will die. And it turns out you were talking about something entirely different, which is just valuing people who can like make food, which I totally agree with. Yeah, not just food, but I think it's all of the skill sets that are that are li- like literally based on things that... And it's not like you don't need an education for it. You do. It's it's an apprenticeship or it's a different sort of education. It's just not, it's, there was this huge, there has been a huge value placed on doing things with just your brain, basically, right? For quite a bit of time now. And I think that that cycle is coming to an end and the new cycle of going back towards having a skill set is becoming more prevalent. That's all I'm saying. I very much disagree with that. I think it's important for people to have skill sets and that a lot of those, as far as jobs go, won't go away. But as far as like society advancing, I do not think the future is in like 
regressing to, you know, like the hunter gatherer and like simplifying things and stop using computers. I think our only way out of this is to integrate with computers faster and quicker. And, uh, and that that's actually going to be the skill that's the most valuable or is the people who can inter- integrate with the, the stuff better. I also think though, that there's a pull as we become more digital, people want to reconnect with nature. And I think that's why there's been a push where people eat healthier or where people start hobby farms. I think it's just as people become more isolated, they have like this draw in their heart. Not that it's actually like this more useful thing that's needed in society right now. Only time will tell. Only time, everybody. I mean, hey, if we do go literally backwards, you know, where everything reverts, then, you know, your bow skills should be pretty good. I'm going to say that I'm going to train my son or encourage my son to learn AI skills and not bow skills if I want him to survive. Actually, the one thing I've always told him, I'm like, if you want to survive in this world, learn how to adapt because I don't know what the future is going to look like and nobody does. Uh, The best thing you can do is adapt because the world's going to change quickly. That's the only thing we know for sure. Yeah, and I think the difference is that it's not, I don't, I don't see it as backwards. I think it's, like I said, more of a cycle, and we're just ending one and beginning back towards the other. The other thing, I, now right, really off topic, is that uh, a lot of times the push to like make your own food and get your own food, it feels like uh, a lot of people in the world just can't do that. They're too busy. Um, it feels like something that usually is something that people, I'll say it like white people, like hipster with a little bit of money, you know, usually seem to gravitate towards because they have the free time and the means to put a lot of energy into the food that they consume. But that's just me going on to the episode, everybody. So speaking of people who like to eat, you're saying that white white hipsters don't sit in their basements all day long. No, I mean, sure. They do that too. I'm just saying, if you look at the movement right now, people who are like starting hobby farms and like growing microgreens and like eating, you know, like blood meats and liver organs, these are generally, uh, you know, like white people who have maybe dropped out of society a little bit to kind of like get in touch with, I don't know, nature more. Are you looking at like one part of America when you make that assumption? Um, I don't know. I, I just, something I've noticed is it's the whole like beard thing, right? It's the whole like uh, grow a beard and get a hobby farm. It just seems like it's something that's happening right now. You think all the high ponies are rocking that right now? Yeah, yeah the high ponies are rocking it for sure. But yeah, it just seems like uh, if you're talking about, let's say, an area that's like extremely highly densely populated, let's talk about like the middle of L.A., like there's no way those people can raise their food. You know, it's a bit of a food desert and we have to have a lot of uh, understanding that those people have to live differently than us. And totally disagree. I could not disagree more. It's 1000 percent possible, but it's a matter of you, you have to want to. They have to want to, everybody. Let's get those fresh greens inside the middle of L.A., They're already doing it. They're already doing it. it. There's neighborhood gardens popping up all over the place. There's indoor gardens popping up all over the place. There's aeroponics is popping up all over the place. It's possible. I mean, I suppose this is all good. Uh, I like to argue, but, you know, if if people are just eating healthier, there's nothing to argue about that. So I guess I'll just go along with the ride on that one. And it's it's really to combat the fact that there's no grocery stores there. Right. Food deserts. Food deserts, everybody. All right, so we've been grouping with somebody new, uh, Warlord. Yeah, we'd mentioned them a little bit. Speaking of uh, eating healthy, Warlord was one of the, the folks that like hit me on the on a tag, like just on a tell in game, and then here we are. What I don't know about a month and a half later, 
and they're 68 last we checked. Yeah, I think uh, probably a bit higher now, I would think. But they're hitting yep. it hard. They made a bird. Yeah, they've been coming up quick. Um, and we got, uh, yesterday we got a group together. It was actually quite a few of us, Miko and Serb. And we started to do some leveling just to get to 65 because we wanted to do the MPG trials. Yeah, and we got through about half of them. We did. And I and have one of them been, we failed. We were like, oh, these are going to be too easy. <laughs> and we failed the first one. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just beating every chest up. Then, then we read the stuff, and it wasn't so bad. Um, we kind of got unlucky there, too, I think. But um, we also, so I've had, I've been taking the Shadow Knight with on these adventures and decided to use, uh, you know, Grasshopper is pretty leveled up at this point. So I wanted to build him some armor. And so I did. I hadn't done that before. And I got his breastplate. Um, what is it called? Heritage. The cultural. Cultural. They're so nice. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it ends up having about 200 armor class and over 500 hit points. Um, Definitely a solid piece of gear, and then you can choose from some of the um, abilities that'll have. Except the most of them are slightly worse than the very best you could get from just getting the raid gear. Right, if you're just looking for one specific thing like ferocity, but you might get one less ferocity, but also get thirty attack and two hit point regen out of it. Yeah, there's often that. There's often a small, subtle. Um, like, a, oh, we'll just toss this in for you, a little extra. And then I went ahead and got um, today and la or yesterday and this morning when I first got up, I also finished getting, let's see, I got my arms, I got my wrists, I got my feet, and one other item, what am I missing? All from the newest gear. And so, nice. yeah, that character is pretty... Pretty good now. Looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. You still need those AAs, though. You know me. I always got to pick at something. And like I've grouped with a lot of tanks, right? And uh, to really be the good tank, because lately we've had a lot of people, a lot of tanks grouping with us, people making alts and stuff like that. And the one thing I always notice is even if they get good gear, you can just tell they're still not Doomsday style or whatever. And a lot of times is it's, it's those AAs. I'm not yeah, saying your SK isn't good, but there's still this difference between your SK and the and the really good ones, and that's AAs. It definitely is AAs. It's also, there's still gear I need that would make me a lot better. Like my one-hander is nowhere near what it should be. The, the the best in the game right now is, you know, heals you for 300 over time while doing like 2.6 or 2.5. I can't remember. I think mine's under, under 2 right now. It's like a 1.6. So there's a lot of things, little things like that too that I still don't have. And my jewelry, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Plenty of things. I love grouping with an SK as a cleric. They are my favorite. I think paladins are fine too, but I just don't group with them nearly as often, so I don't talk about them as much. But SKs are so much better than all the other tanks as far as group content goes. And for me, the big reason is they can hold aggro like no other. And that's so important. That's so important. Uh, like a lot of times yesterday when we were fighting, you'd barely be into the fight. We would have just like started it, but I still needed to pop a heal off and there'd be four on you. And I'm like, well, I'll get at least one of them. Nope, they all stayed on you. Yeah, I've learned um, 
I gotten much better, I think, and I'm glad you you brought that up because I was wondering if there was a noticeable difference. And I've learned now. I mean, I got more spells. That's a big part of why it's much easier. And then just what combination and which ones to use and which ones not to use. And I think I got it down pretty well now. I do want to encourage you, though, to talk. I know you hate interrupting people, but when you're pulling or being the leader, sometimes you you don't like interrupting our conversation, but that it just ends up in a wipe because you'll like run to a different room that we aren't expecting you to run to and start fighting and we didn't follow you. But we'll be talking and like instead of telling us, hey, guys, move, you'll just die. <laughs> Yeah, what I would prefer is that when we get into like a groove and we're just killing and then moving and killing and moving, that you guys, when you start talking, would just shut the fuck up and keep moving and, and killing. And all rather five than, of us? So it's like yeah. all of our problem, not yes. your problem. No, you got it. You guys get off into your own little, oh, yeah, they, they, you guys remember that one time and you really liked this. Let me ask you a question. You guys, you guys know. You've been in a group with Jeff. Let me ask you a question, guys. Would you rather have your finger all the way in or like only two knuckles? And then it Depends goes on, on for 20 minutes. On, or if there's something already in there that has a big deal on how far. Yeah. But yeah, I would encourage you to sometimes when you're polite by not saying something, you're actually impolite because then everybody wipes. Just something to think about. Um, yeah, and another thing we did it. is, what, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I thought about it. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, we got launch coming up this week. Yes, we do. Well, we don't. You do. Mm, you're not going to do it? No, no, I will not be there. I, I'm going to be working. Um, it, it always seems to fall like right at the time where I'd be getting home from work, and that seems like an impossibility. Well, and also, it always seems to fall on a Thursday, and every time you're like, okay, but guys, what day of the week is it on? Or like Thursday, like always. You're like, are you sure? Like, yeah, every single time, Sean, you're like, damn it. <laughs> I have a feeling, Sean, the next one, it's probably going to be on a Thursday. Yeah, stupid. I wish they wouldn't do that. If it was on a Friday, it'd be much, much, much better. I know. What are they? Well, you've taken off 85 days this year for dentistry work. Why don't you take off one for a lunch? I don't think I've taken any days off for dentistry this year. <laughs> what? Oh, this year. Sorry. Um, Do you have a whole new set of choppers in there? No, just one. Just one new one. That one must have taken, God, some work. You had a good good number of days off for that one. Yeah, well, it was rough. It was a, it was a tough one, everybody. Um, we haven't, you know what else is a tough one is Harold. We haven't done him yet. We stopped doing Harold a couple weeks ago as a guild, but we have not one grouped him yet. No, it's upsetting. It's not that hard. We should have done it already. I mean, one thing about our our crew that gets together, a lot of times it is the same people. And a lot of times we have boxes and we have a good number of people, but um, I'll say it. Sometimes we don't have like the elites elites, you know what I'm saying? And and then Shinks will every once in a while jump in and be like, Hey, you guys want to want to do something? We'll be like, yes. <laughs> But I feel like to knock out Harold, we don't want to go in there with a bunch of boxes. It would be nice to have like a couple like really good players at least playing like a character. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what do you, I mean, what do you want me to say? You're wrong? You yes, to I'm like, wrong. You're, you're wrong. We can tell. I mean, I do. That's basically what I say every time we play is you're wrong. Let's go try. And then sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Yeah. Uh, and then finally Slayer. I finished it last night. Slayer's all done. A force of nature. Thank you, Dr. Fleischer, for that. I appreciate all your input. I listened to the episode and uh, was able to go to all the right places. Oh, yeah. Dr. Fleischer helped out a ton of people, I'm sure, with that episode. A lot of people made it through. No problem. Yeah, a lot of people were seemed... Uh, like they really, really liked it. Like they were, it was one of their favorite things. 
Mm, yeah, a lot you know of comments. What? Which is why I asked him if he'd actually come back on again. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, it, uh, you know, there's one more exciting thing that happened um, between the last episode with Destro on it and this episode, I believe, which we haven't talked about. Which is uh, AI art that me and uh, Warlord have been working on? No, but you guys, that's some, that is something that you guys would not stop talking about yesterday when we happened to die and you guys were both, oh, wait, did you guys, did you move a room? Like, I know when it's happening, when normally everything's totally normal, everything's happening, and I go to the next room, I start pulling, the thing, mobs start hitting me, and then it's like, it's like this long delay, and I'm at, I'm at 20% for, you know, however long I can hold out at 20%. And I'm wa I'm just watching, and then there's this realization that comes over. Oh, oh my God! Did you move? Are you in another room? Did you, are you fighting things? And I'm like, yeah, okay. They're, Sean, they're at that point. Just use your words, Sean. Just use your when, words. It's so it's easy. It's hard in a vacuum. I could see that hard in a vacuum, like they can't hear you in space, type thing. Yeah, I mean, it's nobody hard can hear you scream in space, right? Especially with you know a, a full-on conversation. Guys, moving to another room now. That's yeah. how easy it was. Holy mm -hmm. shit! It's yeah. in, it's called interrupting. Some now, hold on. Who hit you in your family when you interrupted? How did they break you of this habit? It's, it was uh, pennies rolled up in a sock. Yeah, that makes sense. See, our family didn't talk much. We were the quiet family that, like, at the dinner table, you'd mostly hear clinks. But, God, we were fucking allowed to interrupt each other for sure. Especially an, a kid interrupting a stupid-ass parent who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Definitely allowed. Now, in your family, I know your dad trained uh, dogs for the military. So, I'm guessing whenever you interrupted, he hit his little clicker thing. And you knew that meant <laughs> something was coming. <laughs> I mean, I wore an electric collar until I was in, in 22. <laughs> 22 so, yeah, yeah i know you're trying to be polite but i'm i'm actually being very honest when you're the puller you need to talk sometimes you need to tell us it's time to move i'm pulling a big one here and i know what? you hate interrupting people why do you think i'm not being honest being honest oh that i do think you're being honest i'm just telling okay, you it would help good. everybody else in the group if you would every once in a while tell us like even if, well, you, right. if even if it seems rude just please right. interrupt us Okay, and are you going to also then work on not forgetting that we're playing EverQuest when you're talking? Sometimes, but I mean a no, big part of no, EverQuest no, is we want mm -mm. to talk to each other. I understand, but you can't forget that you're playing is my point. You can still talk. I'm not saying you can't talk. You just yeah, can't no. forget that you're playing the game. Yeah, uh, maybe. Eh, no, see, you're not going to work on that, and I know it, and so there's really no reason. I can yell out. I'll even practice yelling out, but what it's going to actually just do is mean there's another layer of... Of, then it won't be, I didn't yell out fast enough. Yeah, that's very possible. We'll get there right. when we get there. Coming soon to a new episode in the future. This therapy would be so good for you, Sean. Because I'm figuring out what it is. You don't deal with corrective criticism very well. You're like, look, I already got this figured out. I don't know why people tell me to do shit. Well, there's a lot of truth to that. And you don't like disappointing people to the point where you won't say no to anybody, but you've already gotten better at that. Yeah. Yep. I worked on that one. Well, you know what Dr. Fleischer has been working on? Shutting the hell up. Yep. He's been working <laughs> on shutting the hell up and a damage shield uh, study. So I think we should have him on here. Oh, gonna, let's, let's get him in. Uh, so I will see you later, Sean. I'll play with you in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Good luck. All right, doctor. Here you go. Okay. I'm super excited for the doctor. Take a deep breath, doctor. Oh, yes. Hello, Sean. How are uh, you? I'm um, so good. Welcome back, doctor. 
Thank you very much, Sean. It is appreciate to be here. How are you doing? I am so very good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, I do not like uh, all of the food that uh, you have here. The the oast and the brood, it is very not good. But uh, this is something he told me about you, that you you appreciate the good European food. I mean, it depends on what part of Europe you're talking about. But yeah, I think some of Europe has good food. Yeah. Yeah, I like to go to Denmark and get the wheat fish with the wumbleberry and the Kronbergain. It's very good. Or you go to Germany to get the sausage and the Kronkainst. All very much from the farm, not from the stupid Dorito factory, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. You guys also like to um, have your foie gras over there, right? Yes, and sometimes you walk to go get it too, which is crazy, right? Oh, I walk to go get my food every day, so it's fresh. And oh no, I'm in America. I buy 10 days worth of food in out of the bag. You know, we don't do this. You know this, right, Sean? Fresh food, very important. I do, and what I find interesting about it is you don't let your geese walk around. You let them stick in this one room all by themselves with a tube shoved down their throat so that you can eat their liver. Well, this is good, though, because when they poop, it's very good for the fruit trees, especially when they have it shoved down the throat, you know? Well, how do you get the poop to the fruit tree? Oh, usually we have the little poop tray. You know, we usually make it out of like the, the Venetian porcelain. Everything in Europe is very nice and very elegant, you know? So we put a little porcelain dish underneath the poop and then bring it to the tree. Well, because, you know, they, they can't move. They have the tube in their throat, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, so good, Sean. Have you had? Yeah, of course, of course. My goodness. It's very good with the vine, I think. I like to have uh, the cigarette and the coffee after. Yes, all good. Oh, it's so nice. Except for Jeff, I, play, I stay with him and he has a, uh, let me list what he has. He has the Folgers coffee. I do not eat this. He has the Coca-Cola. I do not eat this. And the uh, American slices of uh, osht, of, uh, of, of, of uh, cheese, cheese you call it. None of this. I would. What do you eat the Oost with the Coca Cola? What are you doing, Jeff? I think Jeff does. I think actually Jeff uses the cheese as a straw. If you take out one of those American cheese uh, slices and you unwrap it in its individualized package, then you turn it like roll it up into a straw and put it in the Coke. That's how you're supposed to do it. And then you eat when your Coke is done, you eat the cheese. No, you're not supposed to do it, though. He always tells me, I'm like, Jeff, you're going to diabetes. You're going to die. He says, oh, no, doctor, say I'm healthy. But then I see him because I stay with him, and I see him take off the shirt. Have you seen this, Sean? Yeah, yeah. This more, is not more good. And more, more than anything, it's just, like, blinding. Yeah, yes. Oh, by the way, this is how he get away from the police. Remember the uh, the garbage, the, uh, the what he called, the shish machine? Yes. Yeah, he, um, he uh, take off shirt and run. And uh, during the uh, sunset and the uh, police, they know see him, he like blend in with the uh, sunset or something. That's how he get away. Well, that's not surprising. He might have gotten lucky this time when his cardboard in his cardboard adventuring. This is known as the uh, best uh, Nor Norwegian defense. You know, he is Norwegian, you know, no association with me, but he is Norwegian. This is the best defense is to take off shirt and run into sun. Well, I could see that they might be like Icarus and just melt. But, um, I, you know, I have, a, I have a suggestion. For me? Yeah, for you, for you. Like you came here to talk to us about something today. And, yes. 
we are really excited to hear about the damage shield explanation that you have to give. Yes. And I'm assuming you brought charts and maps and all kinds of things to point at. So why don't you go ahead and get started on, oh, sure. on, on the damage shield? Yes, we will talk about how the damage shield have all the different line. This is so important to damage shield. First, maybe we tell everybody what the damage shield is. Basically, you are the little warrior, right? You are the little warrior named SpongeBob Squarepants, yeah? And you run around, and it turns out you can make the little spikes grow out of your nipples. So when the monsters hit you and they punch the nipples, they hurt themselves when they punch your nipple. But there's sometimes a big spike coming out the nipple, and sometimes a very small little thorny, like, rosebud spike coming out the nipple. And so depending on how big they are, they do the more damage. And I'm going to talk all about how to make all the nipple spike today. How to make all of the nipples spike? Yeah, because you can make the very big nipple spike in the very many, or you can make the very few. And I'm going to talk about how to make the very many. Okay, fantastic. This is very exciting. So first thing is we right now, right? We are in TSS Mischief Server, yes? And this is important for people listening because Mischief Server, little weird. Do want to tell everybody very quick, one minute, Sean, why Mischief Server weird? Well, because instead of loot only dropping from the core, the, the uh, certain mobs, it drops from a multitude of mobs, and it can also, uh, you can get lots and lots of it from a singular mob. Yeah, and all of the no drop is like uh, goodbye. So sometimes I talk about thing in here like they no drop or they are uh, tradable. It's because maybe we are mischief. So anyway, do you have the total of the seven damage shields you can have, Sean? Do you know this? You can have the seven different type of spike. You can have the little blood spike and the little rose spike and the bramble bush spike all over your body at the same time. Seven of them, seven different types. Seven different types. Yes, so let's go over type, okay? Okay. Type one. Are you ready, everybody? Americans, are you ready? Do you open your ears? Hello. Here we go. The druid and the mage buff. This is type one. Is the probably most common, right? You ever have druid or mage buff on you for the damage shield? Of course, all the time. Happen all the time. For example, uh, in the TSS, uh, the best one uh, that is more than just a couple hit, that is actually duration for a couple minutes, uh, is the mage fire skin does uh, the 62 uh, point of damage. 62, that's that's a lot. Yeah, this is the type one or the line one of the damage shield. There's six more lines, Sean. You can have that plus six more thing. Well, how do you do all that? Okay, nine two. This is the potion line, okay? You buy the potions, which is like the mages Kilva's uh, fiery skin, or you buy the uh, skin spikes from uh, the shaman, or you find the special clicky item. There are a couple clicky items that work here as well, but we will come back to the clicky items uh, in a minute, okay? After I explain the line. Okay. Okay, line three is called self-only buff, okay? This is only the buff that you can put on yourself. For example, the ranger and the druid get a special buff like Sorn Coat that they only put on themselves. However, there's one clicky in-game that everybody can get to put this line on themselves as well, which we come back to, okay? This is the self-only buff line, line three. Okay, line four 
This is the clickies only, okay? This is not spell from a uh, from another EverQuest, uh, Noratian, okay? This is the thing we only get from the clickies, uh, like the Mantle of the Accursed, the Storm Eye Band. We talk more about this later, but line four, you only get from clicky. Only from clickies. Only clicky. This so is good. To- uh, this is good uh, pop song in Europe right now. Only clicky. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that you can um, just click the very highest level one, and you'll get all the rest. Well, yes, you're thinking of AA. You are thinking of permanent. Yes, this is not permanent. This is like, oh, next five minutes, I get very good damage shield. Okay. Next, we have line five. Very special, very unique, only one item that I know of, which is Nimbus of Frost, which give you 10 damage shield, which you only get during Frostfell event, during anniversary event on the EverQuest. It's the only time you can get it. Yes, and we miss it. Yes, we just have holiday, and it's very cheap. It's only 180 daybreak points, and we all miss. Yes, and now very upset. Now need to wait till next snow time. Dang, and that's all the way until winter. Oof, did doof. This is the new thing Jeff say all the way. By the way, do you say this? Oof, did doof. I I don't. I I said it one time, and I think now. Yes, it's, he say you say it. Yeah, I said it one time, and now it's over the top. Oof, did doof. This is the very funny way of talking. I think. Yeah, me too. That's why I don't do it. Really, I did. Uh, I did it on accident one time, and now it's right? just. Yeah. This is what we say when the AI take the jobs, right? We say, oh, oof-de-doof. <laughs> Maybe when they take your job. <laughs> oh, no, they take my job as the, uh, the the EverQuest expert. We have the AI do this instead. I know, that's what I'm saying. They just write it up. Here you go. It's perfect every time. Oh, my goodness. This is not good for me and, and what I plan to do. Okay, so then we have, this is the five line. I say we have seven. The two last one is the Bard song. Do you know okay. this is the Bard song? The uh, Chris Pine Bard song? Yeah, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, like this makes up for a vast majority of the damage. This is the big thing we learn here today, I think, is the Bard is all, like all of the DS. This makes the mage and the druid very not happy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's they're just like, wait. I thought I make the DS. Yeah, they're much. It's much less for sure, right? So much less. They are like little uh, tiny penis right next to the bard. And so, well, how like much is it? The, well, okay. Here we go with some numbers now. Let's say you have uh, level seventy-five on the TSS server, yeah, and uh, with the mischief, and you have all the good friends hanging out with you, and you have all the clickies. You can get the two hundred and eighty damage point shield, and this is how you do it: you get ninety, ninety from one bard song. Holy cow! I tell you, right? We say sixty-two only for the mage. One bard song, ninety. That's crazy. That's a this lot. War March of Matamarun. Okay. This is something I learned about Bard, Sean, is with the haste and with the DS, they are so much the very best. Yeah, I mean, it seems like between those two right there, you don't really need much more. 
yeah, you just have them do this for all six people, and then, you know, so good. Next bard song is the Shalm of Vishon, which is uh, the fifth and four uh, point of damage. This is totaled now of uh, 144. So we already have half. Yeah, we have half of all of it now from just the, uh, from just the bard. Okay, I can see that. 144 from just the bard. Yeah, and then you add the 62 from the mage, yeah? Okay, so that's just over 200. Yeah, and now we add the 10 from the Nimbis of Frost, which we talk about from the holiday event. Yep, okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to circle back. <clears throat> Excuse me, may I clear my throat very quick and not be rude on microphone? Yeah, of course, that'd be fantastic. My goodness. Jeff not give me like the water or the anything. He not give me the coffee or the orange juice, you know. Orange juice here is so different, by the way. And you it's mean so it's very sweet? It's so sweet. Yeah, we like to dump like a cup of sugar in there. Yeah, and it doesn't taste like the orange. It tastes different. It tastes like the Kool-Aid or something. Mm, the different type of orange, huh? It's a, I'm used to the orange taste very good and very nice. And usually you just need a little half glass and it's perfect in the morning. You follow it up by a nice sausage, maybe a nice loaf of bread or some cheese. Bread. Now, next we must talk about so many. By the way, you say the, the European word. I know you, Have you noticed this when you hang out with somebody in different country? You come back and you're like, oh, hello, I just come back from Norway. And friends are like, you, why you talk like this? You know, <laughs> already you talk like me. Yeah, actually, you sound like an American. What, I do? Yeah. I, I already change? Yeah, you oh, sound just like one. I have to go back home. I have to go back home. Actually, I don't go back to Norga next. I have to go to uh, Stalingrad for work next. And I love going to Stalingrad. Uh, the, the amazing sculpture. I love the sculpture in Stalingrad. Anyway. Next, we talk about all the clicky that you need for these other lines. Let's say you are not with uh, the mage or the druid, yes? You are all alone, maybe just with Bard. And you are like, but I want some of this mage or druid uh, DS, yes? Huh? They are the clickies you buy for yourself, okay? And there's two I mentioned, uh, most common, I think, in current era. The uh, Blazing Vambraces from Kunark uh, at level 45, you can get the nine damage shield. Yes, this worked for Druid Mage buffline. Or you have the Gauntlets of the uh, Dirk Embers uh, from Lucklin. And uh, this is uh, five of the damage shield. This is also the item that you do the blacksmithing with. And yes, all of these things. So if you are not with the Druid or the Mage, but you want this buff, you cannot get the 62 maybe, but you get the nine or the five if you have this clicky with you. That's crazy. That's that seems pretty good, actually. So next, then we talk about the potion, yeah? I say you can have a potion on you, and a lot of these are the distillate of skin spike, yeah? You have, like, the level 1 give you, like, the 10 DS. I think the level 6 give you, like, the 35 DS. But there's other clickies you can use. There's new clicky from TSS is very, very good. It's the ornate mask of... See, I talk like American, you're right when I say mask, yeah? Sean, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh. The ornate mask of falling dreams. Uh, this is the uh, shirty damage uh, instead of the 35, but very close, still very good. Uh, must be level 75. Or you use the uh, uh, the leggings of the fairy meat uh, from Luklin, which is uh, the, only the five damage, but still something you can use and very cheap. I love it. I think it's better. I, I like the um, that mask, but it's still pretty expensive. 
the mask so nice. Ornate mask fallen dream. Yes, yeah, stack with all of these other things I talk about. Uh, just stack with the next thing I talk about, which is the self-line only buff, which is uh, you know, the mage get and the ranger and the druid get like thorn coat self only. Will you replicate this on your character? Yes, by doing the girdle of living thorns, yeah? And you get only the four damage, not very much, but it's something, yeah? And every class use this. Every I don't single, care if you uh, like. Uh, every single class use can use it? Yes, all of them, all of the race too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Next, we have the line I say is the clicky's only line, which is la, la line four, Yeah. And this is where you just want the best clicky you can get your hands on. It is part of that line. Uh, I've written down the three most popular as you progress. The first one is from Planes of Power, is the mantle of the accused, and is the uh, six damage shield. Next is from the uh, Gods of Discord. You have the Cerulean uh, Panted Veil, uh, which is the 11 uh, damage. Or finally, uh, you have uh, from the uh, Dragons of Norath, very nice item, the Storm Eye Band. You ever see this from uh, from the big dragon, the Storm Eye Band, everybody wants. Yeah, that one's a, that's a big one. That's still a big one, too. Yeah, it's 27 points of the DS. You just have this with you. That's very good. That's actually great. Just from it's that one nice. item. Yeah, yeah is, is double better than the one I say previous. 11 from Cerulean Painted Veil from GLD. This twice is better plus the more. Okay. You put okay. all of this together, Sean. You are in group with the mage. You are in group with the bard. You now have the damage shield of 280. Very nice. That's actually doing something at that point in time if you're at 280. Yeah, every time they hit you, but they must hit you. This is the thing. If, let's say you are the monk with the crazy avoidance. You're like, oh, you know, hit me. I dodge you like the Matrix bullet. You know, then they never take the DS. Right. They got to actually hit you. Otherwise, it doesn't do much. Yeah. Some other little note is uh, these clickies almost always only work on you, your own character. You cannot click the other people except for line one, baby. See, line one I mentioned, they drew it in the mage buffs. Have two clickies, the Blazing Vampires and the All Contents of uh, Dark Embers. These you can click on anybody. Anybody? So you even you hold on to it, you click it, you just target them, and you can give them the the shield, damage shield. Yes, uh, Jeff say he do this with you and the Grasshopper when he walking around. He say he use Blazing Vampires sometime and just click on you. It lasts maybe like five minutes or something. Oh, nice! I like that. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is every one of the heroic strengths that you get on your character is a DS. Did you know this? I did not know this. Yes, many people do not know this. I have to talk to all the experts from the Fastless and they tell me. Who is it? The uh, Ryo-chan is the very nice man, the Ryo-chan. You know this? Yeah, I know Ryo-chan, of course. Yeah, Ryo-chan say, excuse me, uh, you are the one heroic strength is the DS. And I uh, go to uh, the internet, the AI, the uh, Ask uh, Jeeves GPT, and they say, yes, this is true. Wow, I had no idea. That's cool. Yeah. Now, there's way to get even more than 280, but we start talking about like specific for class, like maybe SK have special sing, special clicky, or maybe the mage have special short-term damage shield, where you do get the more than 280, or maybe your bard have special song blade and epic who make their songs more powerful. 
yes, there is a way to get more than 280, but this is hopefully give you all a very good idea of what the damage shield all about. I tell you, for me, the part that is hard to understand sometimes is all these lines, yeah? You can have the seven damage shield and like, which is which, you know? It's sometimes a little confusing. Yeah, it's confusing to me even when you tell me about it. Yeah, I am still confused. I think it's maybe because Jeff gave me all this uh, horrible uh, food and it's just uh, maybe my brain is not have all the right nutrients in it. Oh, I could see that. I could see you're just you're starting to slowly like fade away. Yeah, what is this uh, Cheeto bagel he gave me for breakfast? There's no Cheeto bagel for breakfast. Uh, there is, it's just a matter of whether you can die from eating it or not. What is like, it's all the bullshit. It's all of the wheat. It's like, he, it, Jeff, he only eats the wheat, it seems like. Everything's a crunch crunch. It's all oh, the more wheat for me. Whereas I say, Where's, can we have some of the Brussels sprouts? He says, what is this? He don't know. No, he doesn't know. And, you know, part of it also, just so you know, is how we're going to take over the world. What is this? We're going to keep feeding you the really bad foods. Bro, I'll, we'll all be used to eating it, and then you won't be used to eating it. And so we'll survive, and you won't. Oh, this is not good for me. Maybe it's time for me to go back to Europe, I think, you know? I would highly encourage that. Well, the thing is, maybe I'm not on show anymore if I'm back on Europe. This is the bad side of it. I know you have to tell me many of the good people are like, oh, so much information. Like, it's strange to listen to and maybe I don't like very much, but the information's so nice that maybe I just come back, you know? Like, all the time, you know? Yeah, we could totally make it happen just via the internet. It's a beautiful thing. Just, just make it happen even when you're there. This is true. This is true. I can still do from the internet. Well, Jan, it's very nice meeting you. You know what I want to talk to you about next time, maybe, that we talk? As, uh, I, tell, I make you think I don't like American, yes, but there's something, there's reason. I actually love the sitcom. And I used to love America and the sitcom. And then America no longer do the good sitcom. And so now I find reason to hate. And so maybe next time we talk about all the good sitcom from America. It's very best part, you know? I think that sounds fantastic. This would be a good time, right? Like the Kurt Cameron, yeah? Yeah, no, perfect. Michael J. Fox, it's perfect. Yes, yes the Michael J. Fox, yes. Yeah, he I know. He the turtle at the store, yes? He say, it's we perfect. sell the dead, the dead turtle, but we make all the money. He's so funny. Don't forget about Tootie. Oh, yes, Tootie. I have the uh, Tootie action figure, yeah? Yeah, I know. I know. You have the blow-up doll, too, I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, this is true, but I have the whole room of blow-up doll. It's not special that I have the tootie, you know. That, that's true. That's true. You have uh, um, all three of the Golden Girls as well. This is true. I used to have the four, but, you know, they break and uh, things happen, you know. It, it was a very fun night, though, I tell you this much. <laughs> well, uh, Jeff, uh, set, Jeff not here. I think he's uh, plunging toilet, something about the... Uh, Cheeto bagel or something. I don't know. He's upstairs screaming at toilet with plunger right now. So I don't I'll know. I'm, going to, I'm just going to sip on my uh, coffee and eat my chocolate while maybe you say, uh, uh, while you say uh, hello to all the people. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that you probably won't be able to do it again, but that's okay. We'll, oh, we'll... no, I find time for sure. Oh, good. That's fantastic. Well, thanks for your time. We do appreciate your expertise. There's no doubt about all the effort you put in. Is, it's, uh, it's noticeable. So just thank you for that. Um, oh, yes. Very welcome. 
Okay. Well, this is where we wrap it up and say thanks to all the patrons. We do appreciate what you do. We appreciate that everybody listens to the show. You can go and find these episodes at all the regular places. You download them on a regular basis, or you can hit subscribe, and that way they'll just download for you whenever you are out and about and you want to listen to them. If you want to listen to them a uh, day early, become a patron. If you become a patron, you'll be able to hear them 24 hours before anybody else. Plus, you'll get access to all of our bonus episodes, which in some cases might be worth more than this entire show put together. So I think in that case alone, it's probably worth it. And then also you get access to the Discord uh, where you can speak to people who actually are knowledgeable and all the different folks that we talk about on the show are most often in those conversations. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>